technology yeah, things. They're not just, it's not just online booking. It's not just like, it's something that's done over the computer. Your system can be things that you do in the salon or yes. manual systems, yes. which I think was such an aha moment for both of us. We were, that was like, wait, I, maybe I am yes. into these systems. Yeah. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Oh, Abby, I just have, I, I just have to say one thing. I mean, I guess it's kind of like more than one thing. It's not one word, but one phrase and how I'm feeling is screw the systems. Screw the systems. Okay. So is that... Is, are, are you curious why? Yes. Is that like... <laughs> yes. Is that a coming from a feeling of overwhelm? And I mean, because yeah. I have felt like screw the systems before. And it's when I'm like at my end. What's the phrase? My end. My last rope. Yeah. Like you're maxed out. Well, maxed out. I, I, kind, I definitely feel like there's so many things that I should be doing so many systems there's all everybody's got something they're telling me I should be doing and I'm like I don't want to do any of them because there's so many different (laughs) systems so where do I start oh my gosh okay so I okay I agree I agree with that feeling of screw the systems because now I think um in this our, our industry which is very modernized now with everything that's online, which I love. I love technology. I know you don't love it quite as much. But yeah, there's a lot of like, Mm -hmm. you need to have client intake forms, online booking, email marketing. um, I don't know, like so many like systems to just book a freaking appointment. Yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And you said I'm not good at technology. So this is a prime example. So I'm, I'm definitely not like technology based, but I also have a phobia of the grocery store, which is a fun fact about me. Okay. Like I get severe anxiety when I step into a grocery store. Really? So I get hungry. I'm like the other day. You do? I get hungry. No, I get anxious. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I can't find things and I start to freak out a little bit. But the other day I'm like, okay, I'm I don't really cook much, but I'm gonna order my groceries via what is it instacart yes. okay so i go down instacart and i click all the things on this system and i put them all in there and i'm like send it to my house and i i'm like great this is gonna be wonderful i'm gonna have i'm gonna have dinner tonight and i'm i'm in the salon and all of a sudden i see this person come in with bags of groceries and i'm like no what is happening yes no. i got all the groceries delivered to the salon no. instead of my house like frozen foods so this, and everything totally so all my meat I don't have a cottage or a cottage. I, I don't have a refrigerator big enough for that. So it's like that system totally backfired in my face because that is I'm like that I can't do it. What did you uh, do? Did someone come get it and take it home for you? No, I had to leave and go take him home. Now, luckily, I was at like a I had a I break that day. I think it was like a divine intervention for me that I actually had you yes. know and thirty minutes that I could go and take the groceries home. But I was so mad because I had like. And I ordered a lot. When I, if I'm going to do an Instacart order, I, I order a ton to make it worth yes. it. So then I don't have to do the unloading and the thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So I had like 15 grocery bags like carrying them out to my car. And there's no – it's all street parking. Oh, no. You know? So it was a mess. But, you know, so that that's one time that the systems definitely backfired on me. And so it's like even little things like that that make me feel like, my gosh. Overwhelms you. Sometimes more trouble than it's worth. Right. Right. But. 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 Do you really but, feel like screw the systems? 
What do you really think? So, like, so for real, like, do you really, do, do you just like literally fly by the seat of your pants every single day? Or no, you- it's not possible, right. right? I mean, it really isn't. And I think when you dive deep into it, it's actually like you know, there are definitely good systems, and I think it's more about finding the ones that work for you. Well, okay, so here's the thing: systems. Like we're just using this like huge blanket term systems. There's like, I think what we're talking about right now is like all these online systems and ways to order your groceries or get clients to fill out these intake forms and then get approval and online booking and all this stuff that can be very overwhelming. But really, like systems are a lot of different things. Systems can be mm-hmm. just like you have a system of when you show up into the salon in the morning and how you open the salon. Absolutely. Like even that's a system. And if you didn't have a system there, then you would walk in and never have towels. Your color bowls might be dirty from the night before because you just like walked out because you were done mm-hmm. or you don't even, you're not, you don't have even enough color in your salon. Well, I've been there. We know I've been there. <laughs> we know I've been You're there. still working on that one. No, no, no. You're working no, on it. No, it came in last week. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For and, for, look at you. and for the record, I was never out of color. I have ridiculous amounts of color. So, but, but so systems aren't just these overwhelming, um, tech, tech, technological, Mm-hmm. aspects it can be like these simple that. systems and i think you know you and i we went away to a wonderful weekend this last weekend yeah yes we went to something it called it was amazing we went to something called sunlight's symposium so both of us are educators for sunlight's professional balayage educators also we have moonlight so foiling and, and all the things lightning services and we were lucky enough to go to this basic education vacation it was an inaugural event. Yes. And it was, um, I mean, that Sunlight's put on, they, they normally do these events, these camps, but this time it was it was all-encompassing business and, and, and education for balayage and French cutting. And we just had a lot of eye-opening moments. Yes. And I think that that's where this topic of systems comes in because we actually talked about, we actually did this podcast episode a couple of weeks ago in our Surprise, surprise, our audio was a train wreck, so we couldn't use it. And so we're like, okay, we just need to like do that over again. And we had some other ideas. And when we went to Symposium, I think we both walked away realizing, wow, feeling a little more confident. We do have systems because systems aren't just these crazy technology yeah, things. They're not just, it's not just online booking. It's not just like, it's something that's done over the computer. Your system can be things that you do in the salon or yes. manual systems, yes. which I think was such an aha moment for both of us. We were, that was like, wait, I, maybe I am yes. into these systems. Yes. Yeah. So I think it was meant to be that we're like redoing this episode because one of the things that like was an aha moment for me when Candy was speaking about the systems in her salon that helped them be successful and run more efficiently and more profitable and all these things. And I was expecting these big, huge systems for her to talk about. And one of the things that she spoke about was her one stylist, who's her top producer and has protégés and assistants working for her. She has a system of every single morning, she shows up to the salon, they go through her clients for the day, and they have a system where they plan out what is happening with every single client, as in what kind of experience are they getting, what kind of upselling are they doing, what type of retailing are they doing, what type of pre-booking are they doing, and that, so that was eye-opening for me. 
that that mm-hmm. I, is a yeah, system where she is showing up she's communicating with her proteges and she is planning to have a successful day through that system right it wasn't it wasn't something that she was doing on the computer no. it, it, it wasn't even like a written out document no. it was just a discussion. discussion so i think a lot of times we feel overwhelmed by thinking we need to have all this stuff done in the computer or in the cloud where really they, these can be just conversations. Yes, I love that. It's, it's kind of cool. I love that. I love that point because, yeah, sometimes I think that we think, okay, on when I'm not working at the chair, I need to sit down the computer and organize everything and get everything right in the computer and come up with these emails and all these things and these click here and go there stuff. But really, if you want to organize your business to be more profitable, be more successful, run better, just show up to the salon and like, what's your systems? Think about, I think that's interesting. I, I've walked away yeah. thinking, wow, I do have systems. So even though we say that we're like a mess all the time, we're not. Right. I I think that another aha moment for me was, um, I don't know if you, you found this one as interesting as I did, but when Candy was explaining how she does the, the BOD, the beginning of the day and the end of the day discussion. Yes. Again, so these are conversations and so what she does is at the beginning of the day everybody touches base and this is with about her, what they're doing for that this day. is with her company not with not her the exact stylist but like with her correct but it could work for a stylist yes. especially if you're a commission team yes you you could sit down with your stylist and say okay what are we doing at the beginning of the day mm-hmm. and what's our goals for the day and then meet at the end of the day yeah like that to me is amazing now i um i'm a boutique owner so and, and that really translated to me because uh, we just took on a, a boutique manager, which is very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, my business coach has been, t- I know it's so great. My business coach has been telling me, and, and, and I've heard so much lately, like, you have to stop trying to do everything yourself and start delegating tasks to people. And I like to do everything. So it was hard. But finally, we hired this boutique manager. And... Um, we've been talking about doing these meetings every, every Tuesday where it would be like, all right, let's get, let's get the plan in place for the whole week. Mm. But we've kind of been putting it on the back burner. And last night I was in the airport Mm. and I texted my, my, um, my business partner and I was like, Hey, we need to have that meeting tomorrow morning. Like we need to have it with her. So the three of us all hopped on, had this conversation and we had like, we, we just talked about what the plan was for the week. And I'm like, I'm doing it. Yes. Look, I'm doing it. You did a system. It's not, it's not the beginning of the day. It's a, it's a bow. It's a, I did a system. It's the beginning of the week. Bow. Well, okay. I like that. So I, like that. I don't. <laughs> so that's great though. So you took yeah. that idea of um, beginning of the day and end of the day and you can do beginning of the week, end of the week. But what I think was most powerful about that system that Candy has is not, we all are good at talking about making the list, the to-do list, right? The beginning mm-hmm. of that week, the beginning of that day list, but it's the recap at the end. I'm going to guess, right. I'm interested, you know, I'm interested to hear how that goes for you because I'm going to guess that it's that end of the week, end of the day recap. That's probably going to be the most powerful because how many times are we working on things and we didn't maybe get to everything until we think it was a waste of a day. But if we were to actually recap and do an end of the day, even for yourself personally, you probably might feel more like proud of yourself and realizing, wow, I did do a lot today. Absolutely. And also, and also it holds you accountable. Yes. If you, if you have to come back together at the end of the week and be like, all right, so what did you actually accomplish? Mm -hmm. If someone's sitting across from the table from you and they're like, I accomplished A, B, C, D. And you're like, 
Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. You're going to feel like <laughs> totally a failure. So, you know, you got to level up a little bit and, and, and come to your, yes. come, come to the table with the things you have done. So since we went to symposium and our eyes were open on what a system truly is, can you look at your business right now and think of a system that you already do? So that's one that you want to start doing. Can you think of a system that you already do that's maybe more simple that works? Actually, it's funny that Adrienne talked about her system with her protégés. Um, I have a very similar system and I didn't even acknowledge it as such. Um, my assistant and I, we, we sit down with our iPad every day and we go through my schedule. So I, I do multiple colors at a time, probably between four and five and it's, it's very busy. And, and she comes up every hour on the hour with the iPad and she's like, here's where we're at. S- Sally's at four fifteen, Susie's at four thirty, And then we have, uh, David at five. And so every hour I know exactly who's coming in and what I need to be doing and where I'm at on my timing. So that helps me stay within, you know, I know exactly how much time I have. I know what I need to be focusing on. And my brain's already thinking one step ahead. So although it's not this big system, because, you know, when you start to think about that, when I'm starting to think like, what do I have in place in my business? I want to say, oh, my online booking system. I love it, which I do. Gosh, genius, shout out to you. I love (laughs) it. We will talk about that in another day. But really, since I don't love technology as much, when we start to break it down into these human interactions, these conversational systems, that is probably the most important to me. It's what makes my business run the most seamless at the chair. How about you? What, what's your big What's your big one? Well, first, I have a question. I have a follow-up question for you. Um, okay. Okay. About that before I get to mine. So that is amazing that you have somebody that just knows every hour, this is what we do. And this is how it makes our day run more smoothly. So you can obviously probably Mm -hmm. even stay on time. How did you get to that? Like your assistant didn't just show up and start doing that. Like that would be a unicorn and we would want to clone that person if that were the case. Right. Yeah. I, I think, well, it kind of happened gradually and naturally and it didn't just come to me. I wish I could say I had this aha moment where I sat down. I'm like, you know what? We're going to do this every hour. But honestly, it wasn't that. It was more, I would I would be like, hey, Miss Shayla, where are we at? Where are we at? Who's next? Mm-hmm. And then it just be, kind of became a habit. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, we were doing it more frequently. And then it was like we had a conversation where we're like, let's just, let's just do it on the hour. Because then we always know where we're at. Um, so I think that it kind of like just snowballed into it. Yeah. And now it just makes perfect sense. And it would be hard not to yeah. do it. And that's interesting. Like you, it just happened organically. And now you're just like, that's your system. And if you... Not that you will, but if, heaven forbid you had to get a new assistant, that would be... Don't say the I words. Know, Don't I know. I shouldn't even there. said that. <laughs> I know. But if you did, that would be something that you now, that is part of your culture. Yep. I would. It was part of my culture, and I would start with that. That would be just baseline what we would do. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. So my system, I thought about this. I'm like, oh, I do have a system. It does tie in with technology, but it's not technology-based at all. And my system is for how I fill my books. So so I have a system of opening up my books. I don't know if we've talked about this previously. Maybe we did. But I only, Kelsey was just doing a little dance. (laughs) I was dancing because I'm like, I love this one. I know what it is. (laughs) So what I do, okay, I don't know if we've talked about this before, so stop me if we have, but 
at least on the podcast, um, I used to, for many, many years, book for an entire calendar year. So in October of a year, I would open up my whole book from January through December of the following year. And that, when I was a younger stylist, and I was busy then, it made maybe the insecure younger stylist that I was feel more confident that I was going to have a strong business even a year from then. That's where that started. But then Mm -hmm. as my confidence grew that I had a very sustainable business that was sucking the life out of me completely. So I had, and my clients loved, if I let them book a year out today, they would be all about it. They would love it. Um, but it was sucking the life out of me because in October of the previous year, I had to plan with my entire family when we were going on one vacation. So it was hard mm-hmm. to even plan that. So what I had done is I started a new system, and this has been many years ago, of I just open my books three months at a time. So I do allow my clients to pre-book, but only for three months at a time. So what my system is, is I have a date that my clients know the date of when the next three months will open. Now, do you do that date like as soon as you release that three-month calendar, do you pick the next date of when it's going to open again? Like, how do you decide that date? It is, I do two months, and I actually might change it to one month. I think I might start to wiggle it down. Because that's the thing with systems. You can keep changing them so they yeah, work they're better ev- for you. And I can, I can go back. I can go forward. Currently, I open up three months at a time, two months before that three-month period. Does that make sense? So what that means is my book's will open January through March of 2023. I will open those up on November 1st. Got it. Got it? It's very cool. So my clients know that. And I might start- How do you relay that date? Do you send them an email? They just know. See, that's the system that I have. So now they just know. And they're like, when's the date? And then they'll ask me. So I've created this demand- and the sense of urgency where my clients are knocking down my door to say, when does your book open? But it didn't start like that, right? So what I did in the very beginning, I had to make this announcement that I'm just opening up three months at a time via email. So if there's anybody who does not, and I know there's plenty of you out there that does not collect emails of your clients and email them at least once a month, you need to start doing it. It's vital for your business to grow. Anyways, that is a totally different thing. But I would send them, I sent them an email telling them, I think I started in January of that year, and they did kind of freak out, but in a good way, because then they made sure to get their appointments. And they're making Mm -hmm. sure what happens is that my clients don't just like, oh, I'll just book whenever. And then now I've got these openings on my books, they get in when they can, because they don't want to lose their spot. I just... I. For some reason, it feels really overwhelming to me. I think oh, it, it does. is the, the coolest. I think it is the coolest thing. And I definitely, I need, I know I need to transition over to this. Okay. But I have a couple questions because okay. I feel like people are going to have the same questions. Okay. Number one, mm-hmm. I, so say Sally's in your chair yes. and you're doing her hair right now and she's at the end of when your books are open. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she wants to book in three months, mm-hmm. but that's not technically your book's not open at that yes. point. Right. Does she wait? Yeah. You she wait. Yes. Yeah. You're like, sorry, yeah. I don't have my schedule for that. Yeah. So so what I'll say is, oh yeah, no, my books are not open yet. And they I will be opening them on November first. And I, what I do is they know on that November first at seven AM the email goes out. 
They know that. So I have clients now who put a reminder in their phone so they can log in at 7 a.m. on November 1st and book January, February, March. My brain is exploding. I wonder if anybody else's brain is exploding. (laughs) It is not difficult. It really comes down to just communication. So it's just an initial email to tell your clients of your new way of booking. And when you Mm -hmm. put in there, because it's been very difficult for me to plan vacations, da, 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 da. I don't want to move you guys around anymore, things like that. They get it. They get it. Yeah. No one was mad about it. They just were like, oh, no. I'm like, don't worry. You're going to get your appointment. So then here's the interesting thing with new clients. I have, whenever my books open up for those three months, I get an influx of new clients. Mm-hmm. They're waiting. I can see that. They're waiting. Yeah. They're waiting to That's get really in really cool. And they're ready to like get on that yes. because they've got their alarm set. Yes. All right. So here, I'm going to tell you why this might not work for me. Okay. And there's other people out there who, who may think this might not work for yes. them. Being a stylist who quadruple books, mm-hmm. it, I, would, I would have a hard time because we manually put them in. Mm-hmm. So because we know how they're going to fit. Um, based on, and so some people would say they run two columns. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I guess I could run two columns. I'm not really sure how that works. And I'd have to dive deeper into that. But we, I only run one, one, and it's just like every pectin. I feel like it would be hard to get my clients to be able to book that themselves. Mm-hmm. And so then if I did, then it would put more, so much more work on me at that three month mark to then put everybody in rather than having had put them in at the end of their last appointment. So speaking out loud, just because now it's all coming together, I think I would have to change my online booking system and the way that I'm scheduling people. And instead of having like processing time, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. almost just making every service only and 45 minutes so it, so that they could. It doesn't necessarily, ever- like doing it, booking like this where you just open up a few months at a time, it doesn't necessarily have to work for online booking. Like Candy Shaw, she was saying how this is what she does as well. And um, they don't do online booking. Right. They don't. But I love online booking. You love it? I do. But how do you just, you just said that your clients can't book online. I know. I But I leave this. So like, oh, so I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> You're right. You're confusing me right now. (laughs) I'm confusing you because I'm confusing myself. So I stay pretty booked. But there are still spots where people can go online and grab a spot. But I kind of feel I hear what you're saying. You're like, but you're really not utilizing it because what are you actually doing? Like Mm -hmm. most people aren't able to get a spot online. They have to do it through you Mm -hmm. because the spots aren't showing up online because I've already got five appointments Mm -hmm. there. Yes. Yes. And and when I I do this – um, I have a handful of people that snag those online appointments. And then I have a good handful of people that want me to personally place their appointments in the next time they're in. They might call the salon on November 1st, and then I've got people I need to call back, or they wait until they're in my chair that in November, and then we book out the rest of those appointments. Yeah. Okay. But it only, okay. you know, I think I, I think I can get behind it. I would have to do some some shifting and moving. But, but you've really sparked something interesting in me, and I would like to talk about this 
Next time, I would like I would actually like to talk do an episode, and you can cut this if you want, but we're just going to talk it here. I would like to do an episode on online booking and maybe the benefits versus the yeah. you know the con- con- pros and cons because I think there is a way to still do this and still have effective online booking and be a quad stack stylist. I think so too. And it just popped in my brain, okay. but I'm not going to put it here. That's for another episode. I love that. I figured it I love out. That. And also, this system works for me because I was burnt out of being scheduled out for an entire year. So, mm-hmm. you know, this system is not for everybody because if you don't ever feel burnt out from booking too far in advance, then maybe you don't need this. But even if you don't feel but book burnt out from booking too far in advance, I think there is something powerful for only giving access to yourself for so much time to your clients to book. I do think that's very powerful in that sense, but also in the sense of creating space for new clients. Yes. And that is definitely something I took away from this weekend is it's it's okay. In fact, it's good to create space. You for new have clients. to create space for new clients. And that comes through how you offer your booking and what are your prices if you're a book stylist. Yep. So, I so I, I completely concur. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say 100% No, she's anymore. not allowed to say 100%. I haven't said it once this episode. Did you notice? I, I did notice. And I'm sure, I wonder, I wonder, I don't think so. But I wonder if there's anybody that was listening that was like, oh my God, she, can she stop saying 100%? But I didn't feel that. I will tell you that. So yeah, to, to be clear, I am not the one that said, do not say 100%. Because I say 5,000%. That's what I say. <laughs> barely barely when but i didn't matters. say it once this episode so I, now we all laughed and we said i can say i i can I, I, I no, no, no. or yes abby you're Thank a genius you. that's what that's what i <laughs> that's what i think you should be saying yeah right all right this this is a great conversation as always my wheels are turning my brain is just blown yes. so i love it and so, so so what's interesting is that in times of frustration even us we can feel screw the system screw it i'm not doing this anymore i'm just gonna like go with the flow and show up. But really, when we think about it, the simple systems are what grow your business. The simple systems are what takes the overwhelm away from you so that you can continue to grow and have a little bit of ease into your day-to-day of running your businesses. So we do not think screw the systems. I take it back. I take it back. Yes, because if you're feeling that, it's don't screw the system. It's probably on you if you're feeling it. You're just overwhelmed and you need to scale it back and simplify the system.